0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You know, when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. All right. Yeah. Honest. Our roster looks great on paper. Great right on paper. Whoop-de-hell. hell, the hell. All right. But at the end of the day, we better be a good team. And you start building that during this time of the year. Time of the year. Get your story ass yes, up! Get your story ass yes, up! Doing a lot of talking with somebody ain't do s*** today. Doing a lot of talking. Do you this think you're resume. better than Jarrell Rivas is right now? Is I'm better right than, now. than you. My 24 years of life, I'm better at life than you. Dang, dang. to I ain't 36. I ain't never seen you before. Huh? I ain't to tell the coach you need some help. We're going to expose you, boy. I'm all right, we come at your ass. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Roundtable. Roundtable. Let's, go. Let's go! What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Roundtable podcast. However... This will not be a podcast with everybody or about fantasy football necessarily. This is an episode today about the two main dynasty leagues that I'm in in uh, Texas, my home league with a bunch of people that I know. So those of you who are turning in for a bunch of fantasy advice that will not be on today's episode, I appreciate you guys obviously listening. And if you want to uh, skip this episode and move on to the next one, me and Dennis will be back on Friday for our usual preview shows. But before we get to who this is, we still need to give the intro here. This is the Full-Time Fantasy uh, oh my goodness, I'm already messing that up the Fantasy Football Roundtable Podcast and we are brought to you by FullTimeFantasy.com You can find them at FTFPodNet or you can find them at FTF my goodness guys, I'm just butchering this, this is ridiculous alright, you can find them at FTFPodNet on Twitter we are just one of a great a bunch of great podcasts associated with this network some of which are Jim Day of FF Champs, Corey Parsons, and Dr. Roto from SiriusXM Radio Bob Lung of the award-winning Fantasy Football Consistency Guide, Dwayne McFarland, Blake Sullivan, a ton of great others. You can find all of them on FullTimeFantasy.com, your one-stop shop for all of your fantasy news, advice, and strategies. We were also excited to be partnered with ExpandTheBoxScore.com. You can find them at XTBoxScore on Twitter. They have some of the best NFL f- uh, NFL, baseball, and basketball stats that you can find. Most importantly, for me at least, college football stats. They're extremely hard to find. They go into extreme depths. You guys will not be disappointed with this. If you're out of the playoffs, you know, this is week 14, so we know, you know, if you're going into the playoffs or not at this point. And if you're not, you want to start looking at the prospects for next year's draft. You're trying to build up some picks saying, who do I really want to go and look at? look at this site, they go so deep into analytics and give you so many great stats on all of these incoming prospects and all college players in general. There's even talks that they're going to go full in detail on defensive stats as well, which would be huge because those are extremely hard to find in the industry as well. And it just costs $15 a year, which is beyond a beautiful deal. Most sites for anything like this, you're paying $30, $40, $50 a year. It's $15 and you get all of that. And if you use our code Roundtable, you get 10% off of that as well. I'm telling you, it's one of the best sites in the industry. I use it. I love it. I willingly give up my money to it once a year uh, because it changed the game for me. I love If you follow me on Twitter at SportsFanaticMB and you see all the college stuff that I post with the stats and this and that, it, it all comes from there website so it's wonderful beautiful website improvements coming every day telling you check it out for $15 and again use our code roundtable you get 10% off so today's episode we will be talking about the league my longest running home dynasty league and then we will be talking about pigskin the other league that I commission I am the commissioner of as well what I'm going to do is break down kind of what happened throughout the year who's in the playoffs who's not what they're looking forward to for both leagues before we do get into breaking down the leagues, though, I keep forgetting to add stuff in here. So if you guys are just wanting to listen to the pigskin part of this, jump to about 39 minutes into the podcast. That's how long it takes me to get through the league stuff. That is where the pigskin stuff will begin. Otherwise, if you're here for the league or you want to listen to both, we're going to start it off with the league right now. Prepare for glory! I don't know if you got your popcorn there. Do you got your popcorn? I came like out the wrong already. And the end zone for an unbelievable touchdown. I would be honored if you play football for this team. Going up above his head. They can't jump with lead. Golly. Only oh, tackle him in the corner. Who can make a play? I can. Who can make a play? I can. <laughs> I can. All right, so we're going to start with the league, the longest running dynasty league that I have been in. And again, I am the commissioner of the playoffs, technically kickoff tonight as I'm recording on this, probably between a game, uh between the Cowboys and Bears, that I think is probably not going to be a very good game, though I am interested to see how it turns out. There are a couple players in these games that we are using in our lineups. We are moving into the playoffs for the fifth time in league history, and we saw a record broken this year. Elliot Lester, uh, who is... Two-time champion in this league, uh, the only two-time champion we have in this league. Uh, He is, at this point in the league, the only player to have made it to the playoffs all four years leading in. Uh, Technically, JJ, Jason James, did make it into the playoffs uh, last year, although it was by a... Uh, A virtue of uh, another team with the issues they were having, we removed them from the playoffs for not paying and quitting. Uh, Therefore, JJ got in. Otherwise, he would not have. So I'm not going to count that as technically getting in. Uh, So Elliott's consecutive four-run streak there ended. So right now, the longest running streak is actually between me and James Bear. We have both been in it the past three years. So we've both now got the longest running streak between the two of us, um, you know, one year away from me barely making it into this. This year, James Bear dominating, which we'll get to here in a minute. Uh, But Elliott um, did a little bit of a rebuild choice this this offseason. I don't necessarily think it was a bad thing. Got a lot of good picks. Still kept a couple good young players. Uh, You know, formerly Big O Titties, now Little Titties, I'm guessing, because or Titties, I'm sorry, uh, which I'm I'm guessing he changed to because he did not make the playoffs this year. But that was not as uh, not expected. Uh, We also continue to have two franchises so far in, in our league history that have never made the playoffs. That is currently now team wife beater, Amanda Adams. Uh, while she's only owned the team this year, uh, that team throughout its history in our league has yet to make the playoffs. So not necessarily on her. and She was actually close. Came down to the last week had she won uh, and she would have needed some help. But she was right there in it, which was a far cry from where this team was last year. Trust me. It was a, a two-win team fighting for really the bottom spot. And She really did a good job of turning it around. Uh, really kind of struggled with some injuries this year. But again, I'm, I'm getting off topic. We'll break down teams later. Uh, and then Matt Renfro, the co-commission of our league, has yet to make it a lot of bad luck for him, too. He's got a lot of good players, just injuries and, and underperforming, it seems like, every year. And then when a couple of his guys step up, a couple other guys let him down, uh, was, again, really close this year as well, finishing as uh, the seventh seed. Uh, so one of the top seeds in the supplemental draft. So, let's jump in. Let's do playoffs. Let's go ahead and break down the team. We eating all day, bro. I'm hitting you every time. Every time you come as well, I'm going to hit you. I'm So the number one team this year, and for the first time in league history, he finishes as the number one seed. He gets the championship belt from Elliott, who was the number one seed last year going into the playoffs. So he did not win it. He was the number one seed is James Barry finished 11 and two this year has 1738 points scored uh, and just 1459 against so he is a uh, gun you know really good this year obviously he missed out though on over 200 points of possible points of 1941 so great thing for him he is on a 17 game or 17 my bad 7 game winning streak right now And if we're being honest, James has been, you know, a very good team throughout the entire league. He's 42 and 31. So pretty much throughout our history, he has done a really good job. Only missed playoffs one year, just like myself. Uh, Again, 42 and 31 is just it's awesome. He, he's had a really good team for a long time. Done a really good job of some trades and really good job drafting as well. So his team right now this year is really being carried uh, by a couple of good players. It was able to kind of wait out the Melvin Gordon thing, which I thought was was awesome on him. Definitely getting carried by Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott, who's have it was up until a couple of weeks ago having an MVP season as well in the NFL and for fantasy. Those are his quarterbacks that he's rocking with. Again, that's really good. Uh, C.J. Anderson, who we know obviously got cut earlier this year, but he's got Gio, Melvin Gordon, Derek Henry, who has been just phenomenal. I mean, just ridiculously good this year. Finishing is right now a top five RB who has obviously also been helping carry James' team. He's got Raheem Mostert and Jordan Wilkins at wide receiver. Tyler Boyd, John Brown. John Brown, sneaky top ten wide receiver as well. Tyree Kill, Jarvis Landry, who's been just ridiculous. Right there with John Brown in points and then Ted Ginn Jr. Teddy ball game. At tight end, Jack Doyle, who he's relying on, did draft TJ Hawkinson. Uh, Obviously, he got put on IR now with the ankle issue. He had a a sneaky good rookie draft this year. Most of his rookies, actually, we'll we'll go ahead and read them off, are all from this year. He had a lot of first-round picks through a couple uh, trades that he had made uh, for some players. I don't remember the exact trades that he made at this point, uh, but made a couple trades, got a lot of first-round picks in this year's draft. So he's got A.J. Brown, Paris Campbell, Damian Harris, Darrell Henderson, and Deontay Johnson all sitting on his taxi squad, and he had TJ Hawkinson there as well. Uh, we do run two IDPs, and he's got three of them. Joe Schobert, phenomenal linebacker here so far this year. He has been legitimately top-notch linebacker. Luke Keekley, who you always expect to be up there having a little bit of a down year. Uh, and then Levante David as well. So, got a really good team running into the playoffs, and he has the first-round bye. And he's the number one seed. So, he is going to be going up against either Ty Moss or myself. We'll get to those matchups here in a minute. The number Number two seed is JJ, the Bad Rabbits. Again, another team that has just been phenomenal throughout our league history. So James Bear, when I mentioned that he would finish, he was a uh, 42 and 31 throughout our league history. Uh, sitting at fourth altogether throughout our entire league. JJ sitting at three at forty-five and twenty-seven. So he has just been a really good team as well. This counts playoffs as well. So he has just been a really good team as well. One of the teams, like I said, last year was kind of a down year for him, and I think he finished six and seven. Was right there in the playoffs. Would not have made it had the team that uh, we ended up having to pull out of the playoffs because the owner refused to play and then just quit in week twelve and or eleven. I can't remember one of those two, but he quit right at the end of the season on us for no reason and and we did not feel it was right to put him in the playoffs because he hadn't paid we didn't want to see it like that so we put all the players in that could pay so we just moved one spot out which was JJ he made it in JJ also has a a really good team uh he has a championship as well one in the second year uh which I still say to this day was the best championship that I've seen won in our league he built through a ton of adversity that year uh with injuries and was able to build a team uh both in the the Semifinal round and or yeah, in the semifinal round and the finals uh, went through adversity to get there. He was playing Tom Moss and uh, was losing by I think it was like one point five points or something like that. And Jordan Reed catches a ball for like twenty yards and he gets he ends up beating Ty by like point seven points because right after that Jordan how- Jordan Reed got ejected because he threw a punch. If you guys remember that game, uh, which is how he beat Tom Moss to move on to the championship, and then he started down like. Fifty points in the first game between two players. It was Jordy Nelson and Aaron Rodgers for Matt Stack, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, who was in the championship that year against JJ. Uh, in that first Sunday morning game, They no nobody had anybody playing except for Matt Stack had Aaron Rodgers and Devontae, not Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson, and they went just off in that game. That was Jordy Nelson's like follow-up to his almost MVP season. Uh, and it looked like J.J. was not going to win, and they ended up coming back and winning by, I think, like 10 points thanks to a, a good showing from the Dallas defense on a Monday night football game. So he is a championship uh, winner in our league. He does have a championship. He's got a good room of quarterbacks here. He did get Kirk Cousins for me earlier this year uh, after the Patrick Mahomes injury. Cousins is actually outscoring Mahomes. So, of course, Cousins sucked while I owned him, and as soon as I trade him, dude starts going off. But he's got Kirk Cousins and Patrick Mahomes, a loaded running back room. Tariq Cohen, who has definitely struggled this year, but is still a really good running back. Todd Gurley, David Johnson, Aaron Jones, and Damian Williams. So likely leaning on Gurley and Jones now with what us not knowing what's going on with Johnson and, again, Tariq Cohen kind of struggling, but still two really good running backs to be playing every single week. Same thing at wide receiver. Will Fuller, Kenny Galladay, Tyler Lockett, Michael Thomas, and DeeDee Dee Westbrook. So really good wide receiver room here as well. Got Kenny Galladay as well from me in a trade this year. I just I feel like I'm trading J.J. his entire team at this point he is struggling a little bit at tight end he bought into the to the Gerald Everett I don't want to say hype, but Gerald Everett was obviously having a good year does have Tyler Higby as well in case Gerald Everett can't play that's really it at tight end has the best kicker in the game in Justin Tucker uh and, and three really good um IDPs as well Jordan Hicks Fred Warner Devin White and then has Jamal Adams uh taxi squad pretty good taxi squad Marquise Brown Chase Edmonds Noah Font Fant. I always say font. Michael Gallup. Little Jordan Humphrey. I don't know why he still owns him. And then Jordan Scarlett as well. So, J.J., good team. He's going in as the second seed here in the league. So, he gets a bye as well. And we'll get the matchup between the four and five seeds, which are Andy, Andy Walker, and Jason Bruning, my little brother. So, let's go into the third seed. Uh, you know, Ty Moss. Make America great. Again, he was uh, the loser. Technically, in our league last year, technically did finish a second to last, but because Amanda had come in and taken over the last seed spot, we did not want to give her the punishment, so Ty had to deal with it. Ty did take it like a champion, and... I'm gonna give him props, and I don't do this often, and if he listens to this, he'll know this. I'm sure he's gonna call me out in the chat about it. Uh, but his team has sucked really bad the past couple years, but he's done a really good job of taking those bad couple years with different trades that he has made and drafting well. He had drafted really well with some of the running backs he's got. He's really kind of turned his team around. Uh, and you can tell he's sitting at 10th right now in our overall league record 31 and 43, but has had a really good year this year. I don't know if I said any of JJ's stuff. So, man, I'm doing really bad at this and I'm skipping around. Let's go back to JJ really quick and then we'll move on to Ty. So, JJ did finish at 10 and 3, 1,736 points for, 1,371 against, had a possible 20 20. So, had he played his best lineups every week, JJ would actually be the number one seed by about 300 points. Uh, and he is just on a one game winning streak. Now, let's go back to Ty, who finishes his 9 and 4 and started off the season phenomenally. I mean, I believe he was like 8 or 9 and 0 uh, before he. lost his first one to actually Matt Renfro. Matt Renfro went on a run of beating like all the best teams in the league. He beat Ty, JJ, and James, and it looked like he was going to run into the playoffs and then had a little bit of bad luck. Again, Ty finishes as 9-4, 1837 points for, 1489 against, and had a possible point of twenty-one fifty-nine. So again, had he played his best lineup, he would actually have been the number one seed. But still, all in all, a really good season for Ty. Um, All play wins and losses, 31-2 two so that shows you just how dominant his team has been all year you no know, regardless of his best lineup going every week there would only have been two losses he would have lost to add on so really great year but he's going in on a two-game losing streak doesn't mean much because i do think he's going to get a win in the matchup he's playing this week but let's take a look at his team uh, as i mentioned he is 31 and 43 overall throughout our entire league history at quarterback, he he's got an MVP candidate. He won't win it because Lamar Jackson is probably going to win. But he's got Russell Wilson and Nick Foles. Like Russell Wilson, obviously, can get you a ton of points every single week. Has a really good running back room as well. Now couple of these guys are injured so it it sucks a bad timing for him possibly Dalvin Cook we've heard that he is going to be back this weekend we'll see how well he plays obviously chest shoulder injury one bad hit could knock him out you if you own Dalvin Cook you're not hoping for that but he also has Le'Veon Bell, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, and Latavius Murray Really good wide receivers as well here. DJ Chark, who's been phenomenal, second year wide receiver that not a lot of people saw coming. And one of the only wide receivers Ty has ever drafted that has turned out. The other one, Devontae Parker, is finally turning it around. And I will give Ty props on the fact that he's held on to him this entire time because he has been just god awful. But now he's finally turned it around and helping Ty out. Amari Cooper, Marvin Jones, and then Tyrell Williams. Obviously, Tyrell Williams has really kind of struggled here the past couple weeks, but the other three are all you know, scoring a ton of points, so he's got a, a very good mixture here of running backs and wide receivers that he can plug in in this week's matchup. Um, he or this week's matchup, Evan Ingram and Kyle Rudolph at tight end. Evan Ingram been dealing with the injury, but ever since he went out, and he's plugged in Kyle Rudolph. Rudolph's been scoring points because Steelman's been out, so he's continued to get a lot of points out of Rudolph. At uh, his IDPs, he's got a couple really good ones. His best one, in my opinion, was Leighton Vanderush, but he has been out because of the net. Corey Littleton, Gerard Davis, and Jerome Baker. Taxi squad. A little bit of a mixed bag here. There's two guys on it that I like. David Montgomery and Miko Hartman. Now, we may not ever see what Miko Hardman becomes. We all thought he was going to be the replacement to Tyreek Hill. That obviously doesn't look like that's going to happen now. Does also have Quadri, Allison, Josh Reynolds, Traquan Smith, and Jay Sternberger. I actually do like the Sternberger pick as well. I do think he has the future to be a top tight end there in Green Bay. So, he is playing me. So, even though I am the sixth seed, we'll skip down and talk about my team. No, we'll save that for the matchups, actually. So, the fourth seed is Andy Walker, new owner this year. He came in and took over actually the team that bailed uh, on us in the middle of the season and has really turned it around. He's done a really good job. Now, this team was a playoff team last year, but we did a little bit of a dispersal draft with the two new teams, uh, allowed them to kind of draft their own players and get in players that they wanted. Uh, and he's done a really good job making this team a winning team. Uh, they right now throughout the league history sit at 8th as 31 and 39 throughout the league history. Uh, but again, has done a really good job of of turning this team into a playoff team. He's sitting at 9 and 4. He's the four seed Now, he is behind tie by a ton of points as he only got 1492 but still so all points for 1492 points against 1380 his possible point points 1731 so right up there in the range of what jj and them have scored now not the possible points thing and he is on a four game winning streak which is which is huge his team is coming into the playoffs hot which is good for him as he is going into a you know what i would say is a winnable matchup against my brother So let's look at his team here. He's being carried by a couple really good players, uh, and he made a couple trades to make these players happen. But quarterback, this is where he's going to hurt. He's going to have to make a move because he has got all – well, Tom Brady will play, but do you really want to play Tom Brady in a huge playoff matchup? That's going to be the question right now. But Daniel Jones and Matt Stafford, obviously Daniel Jones we know is not playing. Eli is back in, and Matt Stafford's likely not playing with the back injury. Running backs, though. Loaded Chris Carson, Gus Edwards, Duke Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Marlon Mack, and James White. Philip Lindsey, he got in the Kenny Galladay Devontae Adams trade with me and JJ, our three-team trade earlier this offseason. Uh has been gangbusters. A lot of people were down on him, thought that he would regress back to the means. He's had a couple bad games, but for the most part, has been very consistent in RB2 yet again this season. Where he really got hurt was he also got Antonio Brown in that deal. Now, this was before all of the shenanigans and everything else that happened, so none of us knew that this would happen. But Antonio Brown being out has really hurt his team. Just I just want you to picture this really quick because this is his wide receiver room, probably one of the best in the league. Stefan Diggs. Allen Robinson, Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams, John Ross, and if you add Antonio Brown to that, if he ever comes back and plays, I mean, he's his wide receiver room might beat mine, and I like my wide receiver room, and his is better. Trust me. Tied in, he's rocking with O.J. Howard and Jacob Hollister. His uh, IDPs, Buda Baker and Khalil Mack. Taxi squad's a little bit of a mixed bag here, a lot like Todd's, but a lot of ours are. There's not going to be a lot of really good uh, taxi squads here. Like I said, these, this league's been running for a while now and, and we've done a really good job of kind of dispersing talent. Uh, not to say like we, we make sure certain teams get talent, but the taxi squads tend to end up pretty dry here. Uh, Miles Boykin, Deion Kane, Gary Jennings, Keyshawn Johnson, Tony Pollard, Joss Rosen, and Kenny Young. I actually really like that he's got Kenny Young on his bench. He hasn't done much this year for the Rams, uh, but I think he's an up and coming linebacker next up the five seed my brother jason Bruni, and it is hilarious to say this uh, because he's doing good this year because it's an even year if you were to go back through and when i say even i mean like every other year it's not an even year technically this is an odd year five year but every other year my brother has a good year and then a really bad year in year one he was in the championship and was made it to the championship by beating me in the semifinals with a fourth string running back. Like the dude was barely getting any playing time because he had lost all of his running backs to injuries, and yet he still beat my team, made it in. Now he did get beat by Elliott pretty handily, but again, he was playing backup running backs in those games because he didn't have anybody else. Then the next year, horrible. Fell all the way down, I think, to the second pick where he got Christian McCaffrey. Third year, all the way back up. Makes it to the playoffs again, which is just insane. Plays Elliott again and loses, unfortunately. So he's finished twice in the league, made it to the championship twice, which outside of Elliott is the only other person to do that. Elliott has made it to the championship three times. So... Anyways, we're in that every other year. Last year, he actually didn't have that horrible of a year. I think he finished like fourth to last, but you know, still not a great year. This year, he's back in at nine and four, making, I'm sorry, eight and five, making the playoffs. So 1674 points for 1470 against possible points of 1946. So he is, he's actually been a really good team, just unfortunately hasn't, uh, made some of the best lineup decisions, and he is sitting at fifth right now in our league overall standings, 38 and 36 over the past couple years. His team, as I mentioned, being carried by Christian McCaffrey, obviously, but also has some other really good players. Matt Ryan and Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. We know Ryan Tannehill has really jumped up. Kalen Bellage, Kenyon Drake, Christian McCaffrey, and Miles Sanders at running back. I love that pairing of McCaffrey and Sanders moving forward. And maybe Drake. We'll see what happens with him if he stays in Arizona or if they move on from him or David Johnson. We'll see what happens. Wide receivers where he is really the weakest. Uh, now he does have, uh, a couple guys on his taxi squad or one guy on his taxi squad. I'm surprised he hasn't promoted yet, but I, I do kind of get it. Uh, that wide receiver, Julian Edelman, Christian Kirk, Emmanuel Sanders, Golden Tate, Demarius Thomas. So he, he's really kind of playing top three guys there in Julian Edelman, Christian Kirk, and mixing between Sanders and Tate, you know, but obviously, He's, he's been winning, so it doesn't matter. And he's got a lot of good tight ends too. Greg Olson, we know, is probably going to be out. May not even come back. And he does have Ian Thomas to back him up, but Austin Hooper, David and Joku. And four really good IDPs. Tareer Whitehead, Chandler Jones, Thomas Davis, and Zach Cunningham. Taxi squad, I like his taxi squad. it has got three really good players on it, in my opinion. J.J. Arthago Whiteside, Terry McLaurin, uh, Braxton Miller, who's not really in the league anymore. I like Josh Oliver tied in for Jacksonville. He's out on IR, though. Ian Thomas, though, to back up Greg Olson was a smart pick by him. And then DeAndre Washington. Last but not least, yours truly. I barely slid in as the sixth seed in this one. My team uh, really just kind of bottomed out this year. I finished a 7-6, um, just 15.95 on points for it. Was, it was a rough year for me. Barely made it. I got on a, a two-game winning streak here at the end to kind of get myself over five hundred, which is a little bit ridiculous, but... 15.95 points for 15.29 points again so it's as you can tell very close matchups every single week with me it's been a I've got a lot of great hairs from this season it's been a little bit ridiculous 17.89 points possible points so again not a just not been a great year for me which is a little r- little ridiculous in my opinion but it is what it is but I do sit in second overall in our league standings 47 and 27 only one loss behind Elliott who sits at 47 and 26 so all in all I like what my team has done throughout the league history. I've been extremely competitive outside of the one year that I didn't make the playoffs. Let's talk about my team because it's been, uh, I would say, probably one of the most underperforming teams of the century. So, As I mentioned earlier, I had Kirk Cousins. I traded him away. I've had a mixed bag of Ryan Fitzpatrick and Kyle Allen as my backup QB, my main QB, Baker Mayfield at running back, Amir Abdullah, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Ezekiel Elliott, and Mark Walton. So really, Abdullah and Walton are nothing. I had them as just kind of flyers to see if they turned in anything. Barkley, Chubb, and Zeke are the main guys that I'm rolling with every single week at wide receiver, Devante Adams, Odell Beckham, Jr., Josh Gordon, Deandre Hopkins, Auden Tate, and James Washington. I really do love my wide receiver room. Uh, you know, it's gonna make it very hard. So, in this league, we, we only keep a certain amount. We keep 14 this year, and it's gonna make it a hard choice for me because I could honestly keep all of those guys because I do think Auden Tate, James Washington have a really good history or a really good future coming. Uh, at tight end, I have Dawson Knox and George Kittle. My IDPs, Shaq Barrett, Blake Martinez, and Shaq Thompson. Love my IDPs, but Blake Martinez has been a man among boys. He's been one of the big reasons I've been winning some of the tight matchups. Uh in my taxi squad, not great. Again, a mixed bag. I have nothing but wide receivers, which is a little bit ridiculous. I need to need to watch that a little bit. But I drafted my guy, Hakeem Butler, have Antonio Callaway, Deshaun Hamilton, Kelvin Harmon. Uh, Preston Williams, and, and then I dra- I traded uh for Dwayne Haskins in the Kirk Cousins trade. I wanted a quarterback back, got Dwayne Haskins, but I'm not promoting him up because I didn't think he was going to be that good this year. So with all that, le- before we get into the teams that didn't make the playoffs, let's talk about the playoff matchups. We've got the three seed and the six seed, which is Ty Moss and myself in this one, and it- I think it's going to be a close one. So I've been joking with Ty all season. We have played each other up until the start of the season 11 time, or nine times, and he was 0-9 against me. He had never beaten me so far throughout our series run. It was the only team uh, that had not beaten someone. Like We had everybody at least beaten somebody once. He was the only one who had not beaten anybody or me throughout our entire league history, and he got me twice this year. We played each other twice. He beat me both times, uh, and it, it's going to be closer right now. So it has me as a— giving me 6.2 points. I don't trust it right now. 131 to 125. It's going to be close. You know, I've got a bunch of tough matchups this week in in Saquon Parkway and Zeke. Now, obviously Chubb has a great matchup. I'm not playing Odell because I just can't trust him. Hopkins has a tough matchup, Uh, but so do some of his guys. I mean, Amari Cooper, tough matchup tonight against the Bears defense. We'll see what he does. Dalvin Cook, a little bit injured. Le'Veon Bell dealing with a sickness. So, I think both of us have some pretty tough matchups. I am going to give him the edge though. He's proven it all season long that he can win. Uh, he has a really good shot, I think, to make, I think it's down in three teams, if I'm being honest. Uh, and I do think he's got a really good shot to win it, and I think that that's gonna, he's gonna end up pulling out with a victory here against me. The next one, Riverboat Ron and Brown and out Jason Bruning and Andy Walker. So in this one, it looks like they're projecting Jason to win this pretty good. He's being given 20.4 points in this one right now. Now, okay, some of that is the fact that, uh, that he has not set his lineup with Daniel Jones. That will drop to about a nine point win or nine point, uh, edge to Jason once he puts Tom Brady in there. Uh, but a bunch, of another, a bunch of tough matches. Again, Jason's really going to have to hope Christian McCaffrey comes through. He kind of struggled uh, this past week. Jason's going to need him to come up big in this one. He's got Austin Hooper in as well. Might be a little bit of a dangerous play with Hooper being injured. I uh, know he's practicing. He might be back this week. Uh, that's a little bit scary, though, for me. I'm not sure about that one, but we'll see what happens. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for him. Andy, if you listen to this, I love you, buddy. You, you've been awesome. Glad to have you in the league. It's been great knowing you these past couple years, uh, but i got to pull for my little brother, right? Like I, I want him to win. Poor guy's made two championships and couldn't get over the Elliott hump. Elliott's not in it. This might be his year, so I'm pulling for him uh, to pull the upset, but I do think it's going to be a close game with Jason barely winning out, which would then lead to a matchup between Ty and James and JJ and Jason. Uh, we'll, I'll be back next week. I'm going to do this every week throughout the playoffs recapping all this stuff and talking about it, so so that is that for the playoffs. We'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to both matchups. Obviously uh, uh, mad love for Ty. As much crap as I give him and everything. He knows I love him. I've known that guy forever. and I even though he can be a douchebag. He, he's seriously one of my closest friends and I, I respect and love the guy. I do hope he, he gets to win a championship because his team has been bad the past couple years. And, and like I said, the way he's turned it around it, it's been really good to see because you could honestly question how good he was at fantasy the first couple years because it was bad. I mean, he was winning like one or two games every single season, uh, and then obviously I'll, I'll just break it up. The Zeke trade you made was not a great trade for you, buddy. So, uh, but I do hope he he pulls out the win. I do think he has a good shot to beat me as well. And and Jason Andy gonna be a great matchup. So let's talk about the teams that didn't make it. We had a lot of uh, a lot of good owners in this. I love this league. It is, all honesty, one of my favorite leagues that I had. Probably my favorite. I should not admit that. But it is uh, just because I love all the guys that are in here. Uh, it's been a, it's been a fun, great couple years. So, Matt Renfro, he's the one who actually got me into Dynasty, was the one who helped me create this entire league. He finished as the seventh seed, uh, this one finishing at 5-8, unfortunately. Like I said, he's got a good team. He just, for whatever reason, his team has not been able to put it all together uh, in any season. He's one of the teams that has never made the playoffs. Uh, So, he had 1447 points for 1658 again, a possible 1644. So, even then, if he would have said his best lineup every week, would not have beaten What the points against him were It's just kind of one of those years, unfortunately, for him. Uh, And he sits in our league as the second-to-last team in standings. He did have a couple rough years in there uh, at 11 with 30 30 and 44 all in all throughout our entire league history. So let's take a look at his team. He does technically have the number one buy in the supplemental draft bracket. His team... Carried by Leonard Fournette this year, who finally came through on the draft value he spent on him. Deshaun Watson and Ryan Finley at QB. Obviously, Deshaun Watson, complete baller. Peyton Barber, Fournette, Sony Michelle, Bo Scarborough, and Devin Singletary it was a great pick by him. I love the pick. I was high on Singletary. Uh, he snagged him really early on. A lot of people were like, wait, what the fuck? I only said it at the draft because I was hoping he'd fall to me, uh, and he didn't. It was a great pick by Renfro. I like his young running back room moving forward. Well, I think he might need to improve his wide receiver but when you hear these wide receivers, you would think he's got a good wide receiver room. Robbie Anderson, Brandon Cooks, Adam Humphreys, Alshon Jeffrey, Zach Pascal, Paul Richardson, Curtis Samuel, and Adam Thielen. The injuries have killed him this year. Curtis Samuel had a bunch of good games with Cam Newton. Cam Newton going out hurt Curtis Samuel's value as well. So, Redford, I think he's right there on the cusp of being a really good team. He's just got to make that move, I think, to get like that elite wide receiver one that he can plug in every single week, and he's going to be good to go. He might just take him in the draft. He's got a good Draft pick this year, uh, and, and in all honesty, he's got a very good track record in track record in drafting players. Tight end, Zach Ertz, Devin Bush, great, great IDP player, and Devon campbell Taxi Squad, I I like it. He's got a couple good players. Rodney Anderson stole from me in the rookie draft this past year. Loved that kid. Obviously, he got another ACL injury. Might not ever play again, which sucks because he was phenomenal at Oklahoma. I had high hopes for this kid. Miles Gaskin, Justice Hill, Jalen Hurd, and Darwin Thompson. The number two seed in the supplemental bracket is Wife beaters, Amanda Adams, again, did a really good job of turning this team around from the worst team in the league, made it up to 5 and 8. She had some serious injuries as well in this one. That kind of did not help her throughout the season. 13-43 uh, points for, 14-25 points against, possible points of 15-19. So had she played her best lineup, she actually would have probably had a couple more wins, uh, would have been a, a little bit of a better team. Uh, and unfortunately, her team does sit and last again. As I mentioned, guys, the worst team over the past couple years. Now, the other owner, just he approached it as a redraft mindset every year, and didn't build well, traded away a lot of picks, which kind of hurt this team in the long run. 25-47. Uh, and 47 47. overall. So, but again... Five of those wins coming this year, so she's already done a good job of building this team up. I like the way that she's headed, and again, she's got a good team to build around and a couple good draft picks, and she's got that number one overall. Maybe she trades it. Maybe she just takes DeAndre Swift. We'll see what happens. Andy Dalton, Jimmy G, and Carson Wentz at quarterback. Great quarterback room. You nothing to even worry about there. Jimmy G and Carson Wentz are good to go. Running backs is where she's hurting, though. Joe Mixon, Tevin Coleman, and Reggie bonifon So, not good there at all. Obviously, she does have Carry John Johnson as well. Again, injuries have really hurt her team. He's been sitting on IR for the past couple weeks. Wide receivers, Russell Gage, Deshaun Jackson, Calvin Ridley, A.J. Green. So what does that say? Again, injuries have really hurt this team. A.J. Green hasn't played all year. Deshaun Jackson out after two games. Calvin really been dealing with an injury as well. Also has Darius Slayton and Sammy Watkins. Jimmy Graham and Jason Witten at tight end. And then Darius Leonard and Demario Davis at IDP with Jabril Peppers and Logan Ryan. So really good group there. Uh, And a couple good players on our taxi squad as well. Dallas Goddard, MVS, Khalil Waring, who I like at tight end, Dexter Williams, and Jameis Winston. Moving on to Mr. Daniel Starrett. He finishes there as the three seed in the supplemental bracket here. Um, kind of a bad year for him. Uh, injuries, Andrew Luck retiring really kind of hurt him. His team was built on Andrew Luck, and, uh, or at least Andrew Luck at quarterback, and that really kind of hurt him. Just started off a bad downward slide for him this season. All right, so 15 points for 16-22 against possible points of sixteen ninety-five. So obviously could have set a better lineup here and there, but you never know. All in all, he has been with us since the second year. Uh, he took over a team from a guy who played the first year, had a good team, made the playoffs, uh, but then uh left the league. Uh, he is sitting at 38-37 overall, so just one game over 500 at number six. Again, not a bad team here. Injuries have really kind of screwed him. Uh, really the past couple years, if we're all being honest with each other, it'll be interesting to see what he does with this team. Uh, and he'll be here for a podcast we're gonna do later in the offseason as well. Interested to see and, and do some talks with him and some of the other guys about their teams. Uh, Drew Brees, Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, James Connor, Devonta Freeman, Frank Gore, Brian Hill, Mark Ingram, Edo Smith at running back. So not a bad running back room. Had everybody stayed healthy, you know, he would have actually had a pretty good running back room, I think. Wide receiver room, killing it killing it, Chris Godwin, DK Metcalf, I mean, Dante Pettis is nothing, but Sterling Shepard and Juju Smith-Schuster, again, Shepard, Schuster, injuries all out the season, Chris Godwin sitting as one of the best wide receivers in the league, and DK Metcalf, you're welcome, Danny, your boy here did not talk bad about you when you took DK Metcalf in the first round, because I knew DK was going to be good, I thought it was a great pick, and he's panned out for you, DK has helped you out. Probably one of the best tight end rooms here as well in Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller. His IDPs, Eric Kendricks, Jalen Smith, and Roquan Smith. Taxi Squad, Jordan Aiken, Sam Darnold, Anthony Miller, Riley Ridley, and Irv Smith Jr. So even another good tight end on the rise sitting there. And he's got Sammy Sleeves at quarterback as well. Could be his future if Jacoby Brissett and Drew Brees don't pan out. Next up, the fourth seed in the supplemental bracket here is Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, one of my closest friends I've known like three decades, not really three decades, but at least two, if not like 25, 26 years, Mr. Matthew Stack. A little bit of a bad year for him, I... Made an interesting trade in this offseason to kind of go all in. Had some stuff going on that unfortunately caused him to, to not set his lineup a couple weeks. And, and I do think that cost him a couple wins. Wouldn't have made the playoffs anyways. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, just a bad year for him. Left a ton of points on his bench, those we're about to talk about. 1324 points for this year, 1580 against, possible points of 1713. So he would have been the fifth seed had he played his best lineup every single week. And that's because he does. He has a really good team. Now he's been with us since the beginning. 34 and 41 overall sitting at seven in the league. Uh, would again, um, was in the championship game and in the second year and lost out to JJ. So he's been there, almost came across the finish line, but just got beat out. And again, I think he's got a really good team here. Probably needs one more stud, not one more. He needs another good running back here because his main guy has had a bad year. But quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. Running backs, Jordan Howard, Alvin Kamara, Lashawn McCoy, and Adrian Peterson. Kamara's just had a down year. He's really tried to lean on him at running back and it's just not worked out for him that much, unfortunately, this year. Old wide receiver room. This is where he probably needs to make some moves. Unfortunately, he's traded away a lot of his draft picks to get aging wide receivers, which has also kind of hurt him. Philip Dorsett, Larry Fitzgerald, T.Y. Hilton, Julio Jones, Hunter Renfro, and Robert Woods. Tight end Mark Andrews and Ryan Griffin. IDP's Jamie Collins, who's been really good, Von Bell and Jordan Poyer as well. Taxi squad, Kiki Kuti, Naheem Hines, Justin Jackson, Tajay Sharp, Equanimia St. Brown, and Travion Williams. So, you know, again, as I've said, most of us are going to have a pretty mixed bag here. At the nine seed, Lil Titties, Elliot Lester. I'm sorry, the 10 seed. I don't know what I'm talking about. They're 10 seed. I've been going the wrong way here. The five seed in the supplemental bracket. Uh so he finishes three and ten this year, thirteen ninety one points for sixteen eighty two against, could add a possible point zone sixteen ninety seven. So he would have been close to the playoff race had he set, you know, his best lineup every single week. And again, I mentioned it earlier right now by far sitting as the number one seed or number one in career records. 47, 26. Like I said, he's just, he's the number one seed. He, he's had a really good run. Two time champion, the only two time champion in our league. And again, has been, uh, been in the championship three times. So he's had a really good team, uh, throughout the years, made a couple really good trades, and, and it's kind of gone into a rebuild this year. And as we'll talk about before we close this out, it's got a lot of draft picks. So maybe he'll be able to turn it around in one year. At quarterback, Drew Locke and Phillip Rivers. Running backs, Royce Freeman, Kareem Hunt, Patrick Laird, Dion Lewis, Rashad Penny, and Jalen Samuels. Wide receiver, Nelson Aguilar, Geronimo Allison, Cole Beasley, Mike Evans, Say Jones, and Debo Samuel. Tight ends, Jared Cook and Hunter Henry. His IDPs, Tremaine Edmonds and Bobby Wagner. Bunch of players on injured reserve, Jarek McKinnon, Devin Funches, CJ Mosley, and Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, And then his taxi squad. Got a pretty good taxi squad here. Ryquell Armstead, Mike Gusecki, Nikhil Harry, Andy Isabella, Ty Johnson, Kyler Murray, and old Mitchell Biscuits, Mitchell Trubisky. Last but not least, and the last team here, the number six seed in the supplemental bracket, Kevin Kolb. Sitting here, probably moist, uh, you know, not a great year for him. Uh, was actually the one who got in, It was a number one seed overall in the first season. And unfortunately, his team just kind of fell apart when he got into the playoffs. 3 and 10 this season, 1368 points Four eighteen oh eight against 1690 altogether. So yeah, not a bad team. Uh, just kind of a bad year for him. He sits right now as number nine overall in our league, 30 and 40 in our record here. Let's take a look at his team. What is he rocking here again? Number one overall pick. Well, er, wait, I forgot. He has the number one overall pick. I'm sitting here talking about Amanda having it. Because of her good years, she jumped all the way up. I forgot all about this. So, De- Kevin's sitting here with the number one overall pick. We'll see what he does. Derek Carr, Jared Goff at quarterback. Matt Breida, Darius Guys, Carlos Hyde, Ronald Jones, Jamal Williams, and Jonathan Williams at running back. Keenan Allen, Chris Conley, Jamison Crowder, Corey Davis, Cooper Cup, and Demarcus Robinson at wide receiver. Darren Fells at tight end. And then Aaron Donald, Donald and Demarcus Lawrence at IDP. Taxi Squad, Josh Adams, Hayden Hurst, Bryce Love, Alexander Madison, DJ Moore, why is he still on your taxi squad? Benny Snell and Mike Weber. They have some matchups, not really that important. Uh, it'll be interesting, I guess, to see what happens with these guys. They do play out to get the number one spot in the supplemental draft after our keepers and everything and any rookies that are still available after the rookie draft. So before we get out of here, let's take a look at the 2020 draft and how it is shaping up for everybody. Right now, as I mentioned, the order is already um, been set. For us here, at least the bottom six seeds, the others will come obviously through the playoffs. So Kevin as the first overall pick, Elliot the second, Matt stack the third, Dan the fourth. Amanda the 5th, and Matt Renfro the 6th. Let's look at who has picks, though. Here. Here's a couple people have obviously traded theirs. We'll just take a really quick look at rookie picks. So Matt, me, I own two first-round picks, but one of them will be going to someone in a trade. Uh, we'll see. It's obviously going to be Matt Stack's pick. So the number three overall pick here is going to go to, I believe, Elliot Lester in a trade. I also have a second-round, third-and-fourth round. Matt Renfro owns all of his picks. JJ has a first, third, and fourth Jason has a first, second, third, and fourth. Owns all of his. Ty owns all of his as well. Elliot owns three first-round picks. His, Andy's, and Matt Stack's also has two second-round picks. His and Dan's. Dan has his first, third, and fourth. Matt Stack has my second-round pick, his second-round pick, a third-round pick, and a fourth-round pick. Amanda Adams has uh, her first. James Bear's second, a third, and two fourths. Kevin has all of his picks. And James Bear has his first, third, fourth. Andy two seconds, and two thirds. Going to be interesting to see how this draft turns out. It's been a fun year, guys. I appreciate every single one of you for playing out the league and doing everything you can. Look forward to seeing you guys in the offseason, talking about whoever wins the championship, and again, at our rookie drafts. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys later. I'm just kidding. Before I get out of here, listen if you guys want to about the pigskin. If you're in pigskin, we will be now talking about the pigskin here in just a minute. Prepare for glory! I don't know if you got your popcorn ready. Do you got your popcorn ready? I can't like the one line already. And he's hit the end zone for an unbelievable touchdown. I would be honored if you played the ball from this team. No one up above his head. They can't jump with me. Golly! Oh, is a tackle him in the 40 yards? Who can make a play? I can Who can make a play? I can't. <laughs> 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 Junkies, we are in our second year of a full-on Dynasty League, 32 players being kept here on MFL. Uh, obviously, we have one new owner from the first year. Jason Williams came in and changed became Ass Kickers United. Uh, wasn't a playoff run. Decided When he realized he wasn't going to make it, sold off a couple players, but had a really good year that first year. It's been a fun league. Not a big talkative group, unfortunately, but that is what it is. It's still been a fun league. Everybody in it has been a lot of fun, uh, and you're going to hear a lot of the same names, but with different kind of turnouts compared to the league here so number one the number one seed this year the hungry hungry dildos daniel stared at 11 and two good for him man has been fighting really hard in the league been dealing with a lot of injuries And in this one he has really had a dominant team points for 1891 1484 against had a possible points of 2177 and in our two-year history he sits at number two in overall record, twenty-one and eight, just ridiculous. The top three teams this year are all sitting as the top three overall. Been a great year for those guys. Let's take a look at Dan's team here and who's carrying him through this great year. Quarterback: Kurt Cousins, Daniel Jones, and Mitchell Trubisky. Pretty good quarterbacks, I think, right there. All three of them. Nick Chubb, Mike Davis, Frank Gore, Damian Harris, Kareem Hunt, and Raheem Mostert at running back. So hurting a little bit at running back, but still getting a lot of points. We do start two flexes in this. Two RBs, two wide receivers, two flexes. But when we get to his wide receivers, you'll see why he's been getting carried by his wide receivers. Danny Amendola, J.J. Arthega, Whiteside, Miles Boykin, DJ Chark, Quincy Inunua, Chris Godwin, Cooper Cup, Jarvis Landry, and Michael Thomas. Dominant wide receivers. Four of those dudes getting played every single weekend. In all honesty, with what Kareem Hunt's been doing, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, not a bad duo to play in that. He does have the first round bye this year and the number one seed overall, so at least he gets a bye this week. We'll definitely make it to the semifinals. At tight end, Jack Doyle, Travis Kelsey, uh, and then we do play two uh, IDPs in here. Quan Alexander and Miles Jack both on IR, but he does have Deion Jones and Jalen Smith. Lost Lamar Miller earlier this year as well, uh, is on injured reserve uh, for well, as well for him, so again, He'll be looking to play the winner of the six or three seeds, which we'll get to in a minute. But a great year for Dan, looking to take home his first championship. Number two, the Fort Worth Finger Bangers, Matt Renfro, making it in here, having a great year in this one, just barely winning out that second seed in uh, this one to with his win, moved to ten and three finishes with 1843 points against again. He gets the home buy here as well and will play the winner of the four and five seed. So he has 1843 points for 1541 against a possible points of 2295. Just ridiculous. He is sitting at number three in the league overall with 20 and a 20 and eight record over the past two years. Let's look at who has been carrying his team through this phenomenal season. At quarterback, Deshaun Watson again. That's right. He's doubled up in both leagues with Deshaun Watson. He also has Jameis Winston, loaded running back room, Ryqual Armstead, Kalen Balaj, Chris Carson, Leonard Fournette, Brian Hill, Deion Lewis, Philip Lindsay, Sony Michelle, Adrian Peterson, and Bo Scarborough. So you might be asking yourself, Sounds a lot like the guys he had in the other one. It is. It is a lot like the guys in the other one. But his wide receivers in this one are a lot better and they've been more consistent in why he has made the playoffs. Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown, still has Des Bryant, Russell Gage, Kenny Galladay, Adam Humphreys, Jalen Hurd, Devontae Parker, Emmanuel Sanders, and MVS. At tight end, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, and Darren Waller. Rocking Shaq Thompson and Landon Collins at his IDP. He's got Rodney Anderson and Ito Smith sitting on his injured reserve. So, two guys that probably aren't going to make a difference next year, but still a little bit more running back depth like he needs anymore, right? But he is sitting again as a two seed. We'll get the matchup of the four and five seed. At three seed, we have got Big O Titties, too. That's That is Elliot Lester had himself, was fighting right there for that uh, final uh, second seed and the bye there with Matt Renfro. But Matt Renfro pulled off a couple big wins late in the season to steal that. Elliott, 18.87 uh, eight seven points 16.99 points against a possible points of twenty two ninety three, and he is sitting actually as the number one franchise record overall over the past two years at twenty one and seven. Has a pretty good team here as well, moving in as the three seed, hoping to pull his second championship and back to back. He won the championship last year against Waste of Time Will Abernathy, and he's looking to repeat. He was not able to do it in the league. Will he be able to do it in pigskin? Let's talk about his team and see if we think he's got a shot. Quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Baker Mayfield. Running backs, Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram, David Johnson, Patrick Laird, Joe Mixon, Quadri, Allison Rashad, Penny, Jalen Samuels, Darlin Thompson, and Jamal Williams. Jesus, you guys have got a lot of RBs. You should probably try sharing some with some of us who don't have that many. Wide receivers, Julian Edelman, Mike Evans, Allen Robinson, Debo Samuel, Juju, and Cortland Sutton. At tight end, he has got Noah Fant, Ryan Griffin, Austin Hooper, and a couple IDPs here as well. Darius Leonard, Corey Littleton, Roquan Smith, and Devin White. So, pretty good team here. Again, coming in as a three seed, definitely has a shot. I really do, as much as I hate to say this, feel like it's going to come down to those three teams. They're the most loaded, in my opinion. But, the four seed, Mr. Ty Moss, vaping for Homo. Is sitting right there with him at 8 and 5. The four seed, 1708 points against, 1590. I'm sorry, 1708 points for 1590 points against with the possible points of 2011 that he said his best lineup every single week. He is sitting at fourth overall in our league standings over the past two years, 14 and 12. His team right here, well, let's let's just take a look at it and see what we think. Quarterback, Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott. Running backs, Le'Veon Bell, Duke Johnson, Ronald Jones, Alexander Madison, Christian McCaffrey. God, CMC's a beast. Latavius Murray, wide receivers, Geronimo Allison, Tyler Boyd, Zay Jones, Dante Pettis, Josh Reynolds, Demarius Thomas, Sammy Watkins, and Dee, Dee Westbrook. With Evan Ingram, Gerald Everett, and Anthony Firkser, and he didn't even know her at tight end. Linebackers John Bostic, Gerard Davis, and Alec Ogletree. So he's got a pretty good team here. Again, I don't think he's quite as stacked as Elliott, Renfro, and Dan. But, it is fantasy, give any other, it's every, every other week, right? Or any, any week, what is the saying? I forgot how it goes. You know, NFL, it's, it's the NFL, you can beat anybody any week or whatever, they're blah, 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 whatever, guys, I fucked that up and I apologize. But Todd definitely has a shot to win it because he does have a couple of players who could definitely go off in this one. The fifth seed and the person he will be playing here is, Goodell sucks donkey dick. Jason James sitting here at seven and six. So points for 1690 points against 1770. So he's actually been outscored pretty heavily here. Possible points 2047 sitting at six overall league record of 13 and 14. So, or sorry, 13 and 13 So sitting at 500. Everybody else below him under 500 looking at his team here. He actually has a pretty good team. Same thing, he does kind of have a couple key injuries here. One really big one at tight end that I think it's kind of hurt his team a little bit. But quarterbacks, Kyle Allen, Cam Newton, and Ryan Tannehill. At running back, he has got Jay Ajayi, Chase Edmonds, Austin Eckler, Devonta Freeman, Justice Hill, Naheem Hines, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, and Damian Williams. Wide receiver Antonio Brown kind of screwed him in this league, obviously, with everything that went on with him. Randall Cobb, Ted Ginn Jr., Marquise Goodwin, T.Y. Hilton, Marvin Jones, Zach Pascal, Adam Thielen, and Robert Woods. Tied in, Darren Fells and Jason Witten, and his IDPs, Anthony Barr, Zach Cunningham, Jordan Hicks, Fred Werner, Hakeem Butler, Will Disley, and Bryce Love sitting on his injured reserve. So I don't, if we're all being honest here, I don't think J.J. has much of a chance here. His team really kind of struggling here in the past couple weeks uh, with injuries, but we'll see what happens. The last team to make the playoffs, Eagles fans, are butt chuggers at 7-6. and six. Jacob. And what is it, J-, J rushing? Jacob Rushing. Sorry, buddy. I almost forgot your last name for some reason. All right, Jacob Rushing. So overall record, he is sitting at a 13 and 14 in the league, sitting at seven over the past two years. 1492 points for 1563 against possible points of 1881 in this one. Again, sitting at seven and six, with JJ just losing out on points in this one. His team, Tom Brady, Sam Darnold, Jared Goff, and Gardner Minshew at quarterback, running back, Saquon Barkley, Malcolm Brown, Wayne Gallman, Todd Gurley, Benny Snell, James White, Darrell Williams, and Jonathan Williams at wide receiver. Kendrick Bourne, Stefan Diggs, Larry Fitzgerald, Alshon Jeffrey, Alan Lazard, DK Metcalf, Trey Quinn, Willie Sneed, Auden Tate, and at tight end, Jacob Hollister, OJ Howard, and Hayden Hurst has Eric Ebron and Devin Funches on his injured reserve with Devondre Campbell and TJ Watt at IDP. All right, that takes care of the top playoff teams. Let's jump in and talk about their matchups really quick before we talk about the teams that didn't make it and what I think their chances are of turning their teams around moving forward. All right, first up, let's see here. We've got the 6 seed and the 3 seed. Eagles fans are Butt chuckers, putt butt chuggers, Jacob, against Big O Titties to Elliot Lester. Elliot being only given 8.5 points here, which is a little bit interesting to me. 143.3 to 134.8. I don't think it's going to be that close, if I'm going to be honest with you, guys. I think Elliot's going to pull off a pretty easy win here. I mean, again, Jacob's got a couple really good players Todd Gurley, James White, Stefan Diggs, Alshon, DK, Saquon. But, man, I just. Ingram, Mixon, Edelman, Evans, Robinson, Cortland, Hooper, uh, Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry. I'm taking that side all day, every day. I think Elliot's going to pull off a pretty easy win here. The next one, which might be a little bit closer, we'll see. Goodell sucks donkey dick JJ against Ty Moss vaping for homos. So JJ right now is actually being given the projected win by 13.8 points. Little bit interesting for me. I do think he's got a a little bit of a better team. Ryan Tannehill, Austin Eckler, Devonta Freeman, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Robert Woods, and Marvin Jones going against Bell, Duke Johnson, Ronald Jones, CMC, Tyler Boyd, and Westbrook. So those running backs I think is worth really going to kill Ty and Duke Johnson and Ronald Jones. But if both those guys have big games, he'll be right in it. Uh, but a 120.7 game to 136.8 projected. Obviously, I am also going to take JJ to end up winning that matchup, which means JJ will go up against the Fort Worth Finger Bangers and Matt Renfro next week. And in my opinion, Elliot Big O Titties Two will go up against Daniel Stare the Hungry Hungry Dildos in week two of the fantasy playoffs. Let's jump in and take a look at the last remaining teams really quick before we get out of here. So, just missing out on the playoffs: Ask Kickers United, Jason Williams. 1659 points for 1720 against at a possible points of 2034 altogether. So, again, you know, could have. I mean, it's hard to say could have set a better lineup because you never know, but uh, obviously could have had a lot of points had his best lineup been set every single week. Sitting at nine overall in the league at 10 and 16 again, did come in and take this team over. This is his first year technically in the league traded away a couple big players to some contenders this year as well to try and rebuild for the future let's take a look here at his team jacoby reset ryan finley matt ryan and carson Wentz at quarterback so great quarterback room and doesn't really have to make any improvements there peyton barber dalvin cook derrick henry jd mckissett and david montgomery no really many changes needed made there derrick henry dalvin cook and david montgomery are legit at running back Wide receiver, John Brown, Brandon Cooks, A.J. Green, Nicole Hardman, Kelvin Harmon, Jacoby Myers, Byron Pringle, Riley Ridley, and Sterling Shepard. So that's where he probably needs to make a move for a top-edge wide receiver because uh, I do think he's got some pretty good tight ends here as well in Tyler Eifert, T.J. Hawkinson, Greg Olson, and Delaney Walker. You know, two of those guys aging may not even be in the league this year, next year, but if they are, I think he'll be all right. His IDPs, Levante David and Whitney Merciless, with Steven Goskowski and J.J. Watt on his injured reserve. Next up, we've got the one-nut renegades, Alan Schallenbager. Uh, sorry, Alan, if I said that wrong. Uh, so he is sitting here, uh, just missed out on the playoffs this year as well, sitting at 6-7. and seven. Sixteen twenty-seven points for sixteen fifteen points against with a possible points of twenty sixteen in this one. He is sitting at eight overall in league of record twelve and fourteen. Uh, he also tried to make a couple moves earlier in the season, just wasn't able to pull one off. Philip Rivers, Mason Rudolph, and Russell Wilson at quarterback. Tariq Cohen, James Connor, Melvin Gordon, Carlos Hyde, and Devin Singletary at running back. So good running back room, I think, with Melvin Gordon and Singletary uh, to kind of lead that. And Connor, we'll see what happens with Connor obviously the issues with the shoulder this year Uh, we'll see where Melvin Gordon goes if he doesn't stay in Los Angeles wide receivers Jamison Crowder Corey Davis Taylor Gabriel Michael Gallup Nikhil Harry Andy Isabella Tyler Lockett Anthony Miller DJ Moore and Hunter Renfro so not a bad wide receiver room kind of lacking that one big name but overall I think that's a really good wide receiver room some pretty good depth there Tight end, Mike Gasicki, David Njoku, Kyle Rudolph, and Irv Smith. And at IDP, Joey boasted Devin Bush, and Joe Shobert. So really good IDPs. He's done a really good job of building those IDPs. Uh, you know, again, a, a good team. I think he's just really a good wide receiver away from probably being a playoff team next year. Next, we had Pickle Rick, Mr. Kevin Oh, I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead of myself there. Although Pickle Rick is closer there, thank God he won that last matchup. Next is waste of time. Will Abernathy, who was in the championship last year, he went six and seven, sixteen and sixteen oh five points for seventeen eleven points against the possible points of nineteen ninety nine. He is sitting at 5th in the overall league of record here with a record of 15-14. and Again, made the playoffs last year and made it to the championship and ended up, unfortunately, losing to Elliott uh, and getting knocked out, finishing second. Did not make the playoffs this year. QBs Drew Brees and Kyler Murray, Devontae Booker, Matt Breida, Rex Burkhead, Tevin Coleman, Royce Freeman, Alvin Kamara, Marlon Mack, and Tony Pollard at running backs, not a bad running back room. Alvin Kamara really by far his best guy. A couple running back threes there, in my opinion, after him. Pretty good wide receiver room. No, Amari Cooper, Will Fuller, Julio Jones, Paul Richardson, Darius Slayton, James Washington, and Mike Williams. Maybe move one of those guys for a running back if you were asking me. I think that would really kind of turn your team around here. Tight ends, Jordan Akins, Jimmy Graham, and John U. Smith with his IDPs, Khalil Mack, Kyle Van Noy, Jamal Adams, and Jordan Poyer. So not a not a bad team overall. Well obviously been one of the better owners in the league, I would say so far. Likely get a couple good draft picks this year and turn his team around. Hold my wad. Jordan Waddle finishes 4 and 9 this year. 1497 points 4, 1704 points against with a possible points of 1913. He sits at number 12 overall in the league record here, 6 and 20. So has not even hit double digit wins. And there's one other team sitting there with him with just one more win than him, which is, ah, rough. We'll get to that team here in a minute. Let's see here. Hold my wad. At quarterback, Nick Foles, Aaron Rodgers, and Ben Roethlisberger got Zeke, Jacobs, and McCoy. So no running back depth whatsoever, but has one at least really good in Zeke Elliott. Ton of wide receivers, though. Nelson Aguilar, Robbie Anderson, Marquise Brown, Keelan Cole, Philip Dorsett, Chris Hogan, Deshaun Jackson, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Kenny Stills, and Golden Tate with Mark Andrews, Cameron Bray, and Vance Young at tight end. Jamie Collins, Tremaine Edmonds, Chandler Jones, and C.J. Mosley at – not linebacker, but at his IDPs, so pretty good IDPs there. He'll have the third pick in the draft. So we'll see what happens. You know, I'm, I'm hoping good things for Jordan. Would love to see him turn it around. The 11th seed here, Pickle Rick, Kevin Cole, went 3 and 10. 1397 points for 1605 points against with the possible points of 1704 in this one. His record here is he's sitting at 10 overall with 10 and 7, went 10 and 17 over the past two years. Derek Carr and Jimmy G as his QBs. Running backs, Brandon Bolden, Darrell Henderson, Jordan Howard, and Jalen Uh Does have on Johnson on his injury reserve, but definitely needs some running backs. Wide receivers, Cole Beasley, Odell Beckham Jr., Chris Conley, Tyree Kill, Deontay Johnson, Keyshawn Johnson, Demarcus Robinson, Chester Rogers, Muhammad Sanu, Traquan Smith, Tyrell Williamson, Albert Wilson. Jared Cook, Hunter Henry, and Jay Sternberger at tight end, with Luke keekley Von Miller, and Bobby Wagner at his IDP. So not a bad team. Definitely needs some running backs. Obviously he does not have a good running back two on the team. Jordan Howard was good running back for the most part, but has been injured. He's he needs some running backs. Does have a top pick, so he actually has a second pick overall. So he'll at least get his pick out of whoever I don't take because I was the last place team this year and thank god for it i was playing for that uh was awesome 2 and 11 just love it 14 25 points for 17 18 against a possible points of 17 and 13 and i am the only other team in this league that has not gotten a double digit wins in two years i am sitting at 7 and 19 11th overall over the past two years traded away a bunch of good players this off season to build for the future I have a ton of first round picks and I'm definitely looking forward to uh, this draft this year let's take a look at my craptastic team here the Globo Gym Fantasy Cobras Jeff Driscoll Dwayne Haskins and Matt Stafford at quarterback I've got Josh Adams Kenyon Drake Miles Gaskin Darius Geis Chris Thompson and Mark Walton at running back I actually kind of like my wide receiver room overall. Devontae Adams, Deion Kane, Antonio Callaway, Paris Campbell, Kiki Kuti... Josh Gordon, Deshaun Hamilton, Rashard Higgins, DeAndre Hopkins, Terry McLaurin, and Curtis Sandman. So I do feel like I have four really good wide receivers, but I definitely need to improve on some running backs. Tight ends, Chris Herndon, George Kill, and Dawson Knox. With Miles Garrett, Shaq Barrett, Eric Kendricks, and Blake Martinez as my IDPs. Preston Williams, Corey Clement on injuries. Of, oh, and I have John Ross. I completely forgot about John Ross. So not, in my opinion, a bad team overall. We'll see what happens. You know, unfortunately, it's kind of hard to, uh, look at, uh, the, the picks in this one with, with everybody's teams here. I guess we can run through them really quick and see what people have. Uh, I mean, I know for sure my team has a lot of first round picks. So in, in, in this league, we're allowed to trade up to two years ahead. And right now I am sitting with. 11 picks in the next two years drafts. So we're, we're only supposed to have eight altogether, but I have four first round picks in this year's draft one second. And then, uh, you know, a third and a fourth. So I'm definitely looking forward to this year. Four first round picks will hopefully help me quickly rebuild my team. Kevin sitting here with uh, 10 picks over the next two years. Uh, a bunch of picks this year, a bunch of second round picks as well, which is great move by him. I mean, I think he's got a really good shot to, uh, to rebuild the depth of his team with all the, the second round picks looks like three for, or three second round picks in this year's draft. So really good for him. Uh, should be able to do a pretty good job turning that around. Next up, Jordan at Hold My Wad is sitting here with. Nine picks over the next two years. Uh, A couple third-round picks in this year uh, as well. So we'll see what he does. We're just going to go in kind of in a random order here. Waste of time. Will Abernathy sitting here with eight picks over the next two years so he he looks like he's had, yeah he's retained all of his picks over the next two years we'll see if he makes any moves in the offseason but eight picks over two years is not bad at all let's see here we're going to go with hold one not renegades next um sorry allen he's sitting here with not a lot of picks guys just six picks over the next two years. Just two picks this year, a third and a fourth rounder. Let's see, Ass Kickers United and Jason Williams will go next for him, and he's sitting here with a decent amount of picks. He's got Jacob's first round pick, obviously just made the playoffs, so uh, you know, be a higher end pick, but still another first round pick. and ten picks overall over the next two years. Has uh, a couple fourth rounders this year uh, and two fourth round or two second rounders next year, which twenty twenty one should actually be a pretty good draft class as well. We'll go next with vaping for, no, we'll go with Eagles fans. Let's go Eagles fans, but checkers trying to stay in order here. Jacob, obviously no first round pick this year because it's going uh, to uh, Jason. My goodness, guys, my mind is all over the place, but you know, six picks here, second, third, and fourth this year, and a first, third, and fourth next year, so not bad overall. Still has some pretty good picks here to get a decent uh, young group here coming in on a pretty good team. Obviously a playoff team. Vaping for homos, Ty Moss has a couple first round picks this year. Sitting with nine picks over the next two years. Two first rounders this year. The One Nut Renegades and his. So he's going to get a low pick. I believe the third pick overall. No, fourth pick overall. And then his as well with him being in the playoffs. So good moves for him. Goodell sucks. Donkey Dick. JJ sitting here with just five picks overall. Fourth rounder this year and then he does have his first, a third and two fourths next year. So he is going to be playing with the team he has right now and hoping for the best. Big O-Titty sitting here. Let's see what they've got pick-wise. Not a lot either. Just seven picks altogether. I'm sorry, six picks altogether. A third and fourth this year and then a first, second, third and fourth next year. So he's going to be relying on the team he has. But again, a good team so not something, not a bad move for him moving into the top two seeds here Fort Worth finger bangers Matt Renfro. He is sitting here with a good amount of picks, he has got eight, so he is sitting here with his four round four picks this year and his four picks next year as well. So he has not traded any of his picks to get the talent that he has. He'll be rocking into this year's draft with four picks, so good for him. And last but not least, we've got the hungry, hungry dildos Daniel Sterrett. He is rocking eight picks over the next two years. He's got a first round pick. He's got two second round picks this year and a third and the first, second, third, fourth next year. So guys, Thank you so much for being a part of this league. I've enjoyed it. Again, even though we're not all that talkative in there, it's been a fun league to have you guys in these past two years. I'm looking forward to the offseason, mostly because I'm hoping my team will finally be able uh, to contend because I've been pretty shitty the past two years. Uh, but looking forward to the playoffs, looking forward to see who wins it, if Elliott can get a second championship, or if we see a new champion this year. I'm excited either way. Good luck to everybody in the playoffs, and I look forward to the offseason with you guys. Prepare for glory! I don't know if you got your popcorn ready. Do you got your on ready? I came like out the wrong line already. And he's hit the end zone for an unbelievable touchdown. I would be honored if you played football for this team. Throw it up above his head. They can't jump with me, knee. Oh, the lead? God, lead. tackle him 4 the corner? Who can make a play? I can! Who can make a play? I can! <laughs> I can.